This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy Thursday, everybody. It is a whole new world on the Colleen and Bradley show and in the whole world. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. The angels are dead. What? They're gone. What? The angels are no longer with us. Oh my God, that's. I'm talking about Victoria's Secret, you guys. I'm talking about the Victoria's Secret angels. Oh, those angels. We're saying bye-bye to the angels. The crotchless angels wearing marabou feathers. Yes. The crotchless marabou angels. Uh, They're gone. This is a new announcement. Uh, This is an effort on behalf of Victoria's Secret uh, to kind of reinvent the beauty standards for women, right? I'm like, hi, it's 2021. I feel like other people have gotten a jump on this, but thank you. Thank you, Victoria's Secret, for finally uh, getting, you know, on board. Yeah, I mean, it didn't have the best reputation, or I shouldn't say it didn't have the best reputation, but it certainly came under criticism, especially in the last, I don't know, five to ten years. It mm-hmm. just seemed increasingly dated, archaic, and, you know, frankly, rather misogynistic to have a bunch of scantily clad ladies being all sexy in a way that most women don't uh, care about when they're putting on their panties in the morning. Well, and actually you just hit on the exact uh, kind of most important part of this, right? Like Victoria's Secret sells women's lingerie. Yeah. To uh, women. To women. But what uh, Chief Executive Martin Waters says is, quote, when the world was changing, we were too slow to respond. So there's an acknowledgement right there, right? That it, maybe has gone on longer than needed to we needed to stop being about what men want and to be about what women want this is what yeah i mean after all you're selling it to women to women right a good idea. Uh, so this is what he told the new york times uh he also said that the angels are being phased out because he doesn't see them being culturally relevant anymore so you may ask the question oh fine okay so bye-bye angels what's this big pivot angels. what's coming in what are we gonna do devil. now sexy devil Okay, well, uh, Victoria's Secret has announced seven women that will be part of the VS Collective, the Victoria's Secret Collective. Oh, it's like it's like a socialist paradise a uh, collective. Yes. So, um, <laughs> underwear for all. Underwear for all. So let me just run down the names. Okay, I'm going to start with the ones that maybe you haven't heard of most and i'm going to end with the grand finale okay. okay all right so valentina sampaio who's a brazilian trans model paloma el Cesar, who's a model and inclusive inclusivity advocate amanda d cadenette who is a photographer and the founder of hashtag girl gaze eileen gu who is a chinese uh, freestyle skier and then adut akech who's a South Sudanese refugee and model. Megan Rapinoe, who a lot of people know because she's a soccer superstar. And the grand finale, 
Priyanka Chopra Jonas. Actress. We know her. Oh, wow. So here's the thing. But now you so now you're saying, okay. well, I'm just going to put words in your mouth. Do you have any questions about that? No. um, I mean, it just seems like they've been very thoughtful about like, let's have some lady ambassadors that seem more lady appropriate and not all sexy, sexy. But you might wonder. So, okay, the angels are gone. Are they going to be traipsing around in the Victoria's Secret yeah, products? Something tells me by the names you rattled off that they're not going to be walking around in crotchless panties. Nope, they shan't be. Uh, they will not be wearing the lingerie. Instead, the group will uh, focus on marketing materials, new podcasts. Mm. New podcasts? Well, everybody's got a podcast these days. Well, I mean, it's so easy Go to do. Shallow. Thank you. Or iTunes. Mm-hmm. Or any Rate podcast us. You. Smash that like button. Thank you. Uh, over the past several years. I mean, we uh, could have done this, right? I'll put on some Victoria's Secret you, panties. It's not like you haven't worn a bra before. Right? Thank you. Not ever Victoria's Secret. And I'm wearing one now. Are you? Yes. Oh. Um, anyway, so this is their response. And this took a while, right? Because, like, how many... How many different um, sort of intersections has Victoria's Secret had with some of our favorite ne'er-do-wells that we've been talking about uh, in the past, for sure, two years? Of the male variety. Of the male variety, yes. Um, So, so, you know, I think there's been a lot of heat on Victoria's Secret asking the question, when are you guys going to get with the program? Sure, this is like a, they're changing branding. Right. That's essentially what they're doing. They're trying to put lipstick on a pig. But I do have a question about the pig. Hmm. Like, is the pig going to still be... Because the products are still produced for the male gaze, right? Like, the majority of Victoria's Secret products are still more about fashion than function. Are still... And I know, don't don't email me. Like I've I've had very comfortable Victoria's Secret experiences in my life. I love the granny panty line. But for the most part, you know, what you're seeing on the mannequins and when you go in there, actually I haven't been inside a Victoria's Secret for a hundred years. Have you, Holly? No. I really haven't. I I've heard like mention I had a friend who went there and she was shopping with her younger kids and she was like, I had to get something at Victoria's Secret, so I had to bring them in. And she said her young her little boy was just like his eyes bugging out of his head. Because yeah, I can't think of a, a a more uncomfortable place for a man to be. Right. So it makes me wonder if they're gonna change a young Although, man. He was a child. Maybe I should correct that by saying gay man because straight men maybe that's like a thing. I don't know. Um, hey, so, <laughs> I, but it makes me wonder, are they going to change? Are they changing the whole brand or just I, the way they're marketing it? I, I read an article yesterday that was similar to this. And the one thing I can say is it didn't give any indication that the brand was going to be, or uh, excuse me, that the product line was going to be any different. That said, maybe there will be around the edges on the fringes, if you will. <laughs> I'll see what you did there. Um, But that's kind of a bigger question because then you get into the whole, you know, you talked about the male gaze and I would imagine there's one thing for branding, but it's a wholly different thing when it comes to the actual product. What I mean by that is like, at what point does a woman say that product is for the male gaze and that product is for the female gaze? Mm -hmm. Because like women, you know, there are women who might want like that's the, sure. the style for them and where it originates from maybe is less important than how like what they feel. But it's also a mass marketed product. So I would imagine that tastes change. So over time, those products will probably be less, uh, you know, uh, sexy ish. Because no. I think yeah. that's part of the product, right? Like right. they're probably very, you know, 
Victoria's Secret basics, right? That aren't like, you know, look at my Marabou ruffles. Right, right. Um, Not like the runway. But I I, I would bet this is a far smaller thing uh, than, you know, a radical transformation of the entire company top to bottom. Yeah. What were you going to say, Hals? Oh, I was going to say, when you go over to the website, it's very much focused on the copy on the front page is everyday comfort Mm -hmm. and it's pajama sets and they do allude to the more lingerie aspects that is a subcategory that's a tab that you can go to on victoria's secrets Mm. but they but they are not leading with lingerie they are leading with breathable crotches oh well i mean and all these women by the way that's great like they the first thing you see is this new lineup of ladies I listen. I I look forward. I really truly do look forward to seeing what they do with this, because I do. I think they're poised to make, um, to make a change or to make to affect change, um, in a positive way. It is a it is a label. It is a brand that everybody knows. Every woman knows, right? I kind of feel like I've aged out of Victoria's Secret. Um, Me too. I de- yeah. I definitely, it definitely felt like it was my late teens, early 20s. Probably by the time I was 30, I felt too old for that. Um, But certainly, like, after I had children, I was like, okay, I just, like, don't have time for that. I've got to go for comfort and things that I can order online. You need to secure. I need to secure it all. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I'm hopeful. I'm very hopeful that this will uh, make some inroads with the with the audience that they are um, that they are targeting. But you're right, Holly. It is the focus is looks very much like it is on comfort. On comfort, uh, there they do have lingerie on the front page, but it's not the the angel style yeah and it's not it's not what they're focusing on Mm -mm. i mean you can get a bondage teddy it's right there on front for sure and i'm curious to what happens to the nipples what is a bondage teddy i don't know bradley it's a bunch of strings but it's there Mm -hmm. it looks very it looks hard me it looks difficult to figure out uh but they do have 35 dollar leggings that look real cute too yeah you know i mean it's got to be like any mass market brand right there's got to be a little something for everybody yeah yes Exactly. Yeah. And there God, is a, there is a bondage teddy. Yeah. That, who is going to wear that? Well, it looks very stressful. It yes. does. And it, it looks it, stressful. And also, like, how long is that thing on? Also, and why is that thing? Yeah. Like, what is that giving you? Other than, like, again, that's, an opportunity to walk around. I mean, if that's the thing, go for it. But, like, just under your, like, work clothes. It's also $99.50. <laughs> Yeah, for like four inches for, of like fabric. Like you could just grab some duct tape and Literally. make that happen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, is Elizabeth Reese back with us today? She is. Elizabeth Ooh. Reese will be bringing us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It is a dirt alert after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Is a My Talk dirt alert. One and only Elizabeth Reese is here and with her. She's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. Happy hi. Thursday. Happy Thursday, indeed. Um, also to you. Thank you very much, sir. Tori Spelling talking about her marriage to Dean McDermott. She's Tori Spilling, if you will. That's exactly Hey-o. what she's doing. <laughs> There's been months of speculation about her marriage to Dean McDermott. Now, I might argue years because anyone who's encountered anything with Dean McDermott is wondering 
how, why? Yeah, but also, can I just also say, please, like the other thing about it is, um, they're the ones that are making people wonder. Like nobody's yeah. authentically, organically wondering no. about the two of them. That's very true. Yeah, uh, Tori Spelling said right now that her kids and her dog sleep in her bed, and and Dylan or Dean McDermott sleeps in a uh, room at their house. So if you're having room. marital issues, that might be one reason why, because you have placed the children <laughs> above your spouse in your marital bed. Maybe. I'm just saying. I don't know. Unless you've like unless, made, like, unless, unless you have a conversation. For you, yeah, because right? we just Marjorie and I just did a podcast about um the idea of sleeping like a sleep divorce mm-hmm. and sleeping in separate rooms and why that can actually be very healthy. For sure. And how um how really the idea of sharing a bedroom is kind of like a modern construct that was basically like a, just a a way to rebel against the prudishness of the 1950s. Interesting. It was really interesting. We, we delved into some of the history of sleeping in the same room and how, you know, it's really generally in like the Victorian area era, it was seen as a real sign of wealth that you didn't sleep in the same room because that meant you had so much money. We had so many rooms. We have so many rooms. We could sleep in different rooms. I have watched the crown. They do not sleep in the same bed. No. And you know what? Margaret Thatcher and her husband did in there. That was sort of endearing other than, you know, like, which is a very minor thing compared to all the unendearing things that Margaret Thatcher represented Mm -hmm. during that series. But, but, um, yeah, the the royals, they're like, we don't sleep in the same bed. We're too fancy. Guess what happens when you don't sleep in the same bed? A lot of times you get better sleep. There's a For lot of sure. people who are crabby about it. I guess what I'm saying is uh, that a, like putting your children and your dog right in there. And then not him. And then not him. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Like if you're going to sleep in separate rooms and you guys have figured that out, then that's cool. Yeah. But then replacing it is just that that sends a message. I love that we're entertaining any of this seriously anyway. Yeah, that's true. Because what it sounds like to me is that they're just, that's the like, that because everybody assumes like if you're not in the same bed, there's something wrong. It just seems like a cheap excuse that she's throwing at tabloids to kind of get people to pay attention to this, this uh, marriage, which... Like when was the last time we were talking about Dean McDermott and Tori Spelling? Right. Well, it's Bernie when they're when they're Amex is maxed out. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Which is always. Speaking of money, uh, Megan the Stallion donated over eight thousand dollars to cover the funeral costs of a fan who died last week. That's oh. amazing. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So there was a friend of this fan contacted um, Megan the Stallion. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And said, we're trying to reach the $16,000 goal. The friend... Uh, passed away unexpectedly and this was someone who absolutely loved 
um, the rapper. And so then the response came, how much do you need? And then she shared a screenshot of her $8,155 donation to the GoFundMe page. Oh, that's wonderful. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really... Yeah. You know, it's the... Oftentimes... Well, you know what that reminds me of? And I can't remember the details of this, but the what not to do was the time that Kylie Jenner was like telling everybody else to, to donate, donate to the yeah. GoFundMe yes. of her makeup artist yes. and then didn't... And then she clapped back at us to tell yes. us why we were wrong in criticizing her. Right. Yeah, right. She's a billionaire. Right. And then she's telling everyone to raise like $10,000 for right. someone else's cost. It yeah. always it makes you happy to see a, a millionaire or somebody who's very successful like using their money for good things, like give it, being charitable or thoughtful or kind mm-hmm. with it, generous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Farrah Abraham does not think that Chrissy Teigen's apology is um, anything truthful until she reaches out individually to people that she hurt. Okay, thanks, Farrah. And she has not gotten an apology from Chrissy. I feel like Farrah Abraham's not getting an apology from Chrissy Teigen. No, I, I mean, think so she said, but Farrah she said does, it's, it's just, not going to be. It's going to be like in passing. It's just the way for Chrissy to deal with getting rid of dealing with the real problem. Yeah. She just is trying to. You know, I mean, Chrissy Teigen can get in touch with whoever Chrissy Teigen wants to. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's not course. hard for her to track Vera Abraham down. TMZ tracks her down all the time. Um, we tracked her down once. That is like, um, I too went to a place where something happened that is in the news currently, and I would like to have my name recognized mm-hmm. in connection with that opportunity. And yet, she totally in her. Okay, by the way, Elizabeth Reese, if you have five extra minutes on your hands and you'd like to roll your eyes. Read Farrah Abraham's medium post about Chrissy Teigen. It oh, will. It's, it's full joy. It's, it's like a haiku. It is, but, <laughs> but one you can't understand yeah. or can't oh, even try. Man. So, uh, but the other thing, Elizabeth, is in this in this haiku that she has written on Medium dot com. Farrah Abraham, yeah, Farrah Abraham um, calls out Chrissy Teigen for trying to latch herself onto other people like herself okay which yeah right it's the pot calling the kettle black and yeah. it is so joyful boy to there's read. a lot to unpack there oh big time yeah. uh billy eilish says that to fans who really liked her british vogue shoot you know her like super sexy lingerie shoot in british vogue says um that's still not her her signature style has not changed that she is um wearing whatever she wants whenever she wants to and she's going to continue to wear her oversized stuff Right. Well, fine then. Good for her. Great. Wear whatever you want. Congrats. I would whenever like to also want. sign on to that uh, statement. Sometimes you feel you like wear wearing something tight, and sometimes you feel like wearing something very oversized. True. And yes. frankly, it just depends on the weather and what fits. And I don't the know. time of the month sometimes. Yes. Right? Yes. I'm just saying. There are just some times that you just are like, you know what? I'm not feeling this today. Yeah. She really does. You know, she talked a lot about the double standard. Um if she wears too much, then she's not a woman. If she sh- sheds layers, then she's an SLUT. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's the classic virgin whore dichotomy, right? right. I mean, that you talk about in women's studies. Yeah. Right. I took women's studies 101 in college. I still oh, remember yeah, a lot I, of it. I minored in it. So did we, you? We could have all kinds of conversations. Oh, that's a really, it's a really good, I those are good classes to take. So I got it by osmosis. Yeah, you just like bathed in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's really great. Yes. Little known fact, Elizabeth Reese, I have two majors and two minors, which means I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. Yeah, but that also sounds like very accomplished. Yeah, it, it sounds that way, doesn't it? I double it? majored and I love to throw 
throw that out there as sort of like a superiority fact about myself. <laughs> Be like, yeah, there you go. sure. I just do fluffy cooking segments for a living. Right. But I but double, double majored. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right. I know a lot. Thank you. Uh, did you know this? Little. The man who launched People Magazine, Richard Stolley, died at the age of 92. No, I did not know that. Uh, yeah. He helped transform the pop culture landscape. So he was the founding editor of People who believed that you should highlight stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Okay, so here's what I wonder. I wonder uh, in his final years if he was shaking his head at what people has become. Guys, I have a real struggle with people because the things that keep me up at night are the things that I scan through people when I'm doing research Mm -hmm. for this very dirt alert. Oh, yeah. Because it's always like some, it's like these children, it's these terrible stories. Well, I want to just invite you, Elizabeth Reese, to feel free to not go to People magazine. And just use other sources. Yes. So I, you're going to say I'm not, not doing my job. Like, if I miss something that was on People, I no one's going to get mad. Option, I actually I want you to miss things on Your people. alternative is going to be any better. So I feel True. like maybe People is probably the... I know. The best. The problem is you're going to get a bunch of like... Pop culture mysteries. We're here to solve them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And we do these uh, pop culture mysteries. We solve them in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in a little segment. We call it Blinded by the I Item. So we got some hot celebrity gossip mysteries to solve this afternoon. This first one's confirmed. We know who it's about. Now, want to set the table, Colleen and Bradley, and let you know that there are four people that you need to think about. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. I need to stretch a little bit. Hold on. (laughs) Got to warm up for this one. All right. We're good. Great. Here we go. It used to be the hatred this A-plus list, mostly movie actress who is an Oscar winner had for her then illiterate A-list actor co-star was the worst of all time between actors. Ooh. That cult leader, actor, singer, underage girl lover is challenging that with his A-plus slash A-list actress co-star. Oh so, my God, so many things. The cult, cult leader, actor, actor singer, singer, underage, underage girl, girl lover. lover. Yes. Is that so obvious? Uh, maybe when we think about it, but I don't think we've talked okay. about this person right. necessarily being a cult So leader. what's the easiest point of entry? Let's start with the first two. The A-plus list mostly movie actress who's an Oscar winner and her then illiterate A-list actor co-star. That's right. They hated each other. Is the So the actor is a male actress, obviously a female. Yes. The first person is the actress. The second person is the actor. Whenever I think of co-stars that hated each other, the first thing that comes to mind is not the answer to this, which, which is Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze in Dirty oh Dancing. My God. <laughs> I would die if it was. Um, A-plus list, mostly movie actress, Oscar winner. Is that uh, Meryl Streep? Is that Did they play opposite each other as like romantic romanticals? You know, I can't confirm that okay. based on the movie that uh, NT Lawyer is providing for us. Um, who are we more likely to get, the actress or the actor? The actress. So A plus list, mostly movie actress. Who's in a, now? Was she at the height of her career in the eighties, nineties, two thousands? 2000s, she's still very popular and very powerful right now. Gwyneth Paltrow? No. Powerful in mm-hmm. acting. And oh, in okay. producing. Well, I she's powerful. No, she's powerful. 
Uh, and in producing. Okay. And uh, Angelina is- Jolie? No. How old is she? She's in her 40s. Oh, like Reese Witherspoon? Oh. I feel like all blind items are about Reese Witherspoon because, she, like, I think NT doesn't like her. Anyway, so, okay, now who's the illiterate actor? They started, the illiterate actor. Yeah, so I'll give you a hint. They starred in a movie. The movie that they starred in together was in 2008. It was a holiday movie. What? Uh, I'm trying to think of what holiday that, movie she was in. Like Christmas holiday? Christmas holiday, yes. Were you thinking like Flag Day holiday or Arbor no, Day? No, I was because I was thinking actually of that Jan, uh, that New Year's movie. No. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, this was that had a bunch of stars in it. Um, this movie Christmas indeed had movie. a bunch of stars in it. Now I'll give you a hint about the actor. He starred in Chevy a, Chase. Good guess, well, but no. Well done. Another comedic actor with an illiterate name. The first name and the last name start with the same letter. Uh, he was very famous for being in funny movies in the 2000s. I would okay. say that's when he peaked. Funny movies. Funny movies. Um. Uh, oh my gosh! Why is and, they, so and all those movies were very money, baby. I know. So this is why I can't get his name. Vince Vaughn. There you go. Oh. I was like, it's, I can see. I'm looking at his face in my head. Vince Vaughn. Okay. So now we've got those two. Are we going to be able to get the cult leader, actor, singer, underage girl lover? Who's challenging that with his A plus A list? That's a different person, right? Yeah. So, so these two people hate each other now. And so, they're doing something together. And they're doing a project together. Oh. Okay. Okay. This person, so let's start with the actor and singer. So this person is an actor, a singer. They're known for being very fashionable. Harry Styles. No. But Gucci, yes. This person is also a fan of Gucci. Okay. He's a singer in a band. Okay. He's an actor. Oh. He's known Uh, for his looks. Not not Bruno Mars. Not Bruno Mars. (laughs) I'm like, is he in a cult? No. Um, We don't really know that this person is in a cult, but NT Lawyer has has, alluded to the telling us that he is. Yeah. Anybody who wants to help on Twitter, you're welcome. Uh, This person got their start in television in the 1990s for being a teenage heartthrob. Oh, Vanilla Ice? (laughs) Teenage Uh, heartthrob. heartthrob. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Colin. I know you are. Because you know, you probably Oh, is he th- a Backstreet Boy? No, because uh, you probably thought that this person was a heartthrob when they were on television in the mid-90s. Uh, Joey Lawrence? Dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so hard. Why is this so hard? What kind of a TV show? Sitcom? No, it was a teenage dramedy. Prime time. Oh, duh. Oh my gosh. I'm so stupid. Jordan Catalano. Yeah, what's his name? Oh, his name is, you know, long hair. He carries his own head. Mm-hmm. Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, of oh, course. For sure. It's so obvious. Now, who's the co-star? Who's he in a movie a plus with right A-list actress that he's in a movie with. So they're filming this movie right now. I will give you a hint about the actress because the project is neither here nor there. Okay. She has won an Academy Award. She is known for her perky good public persona. Very professional. She has hosted award ceremonies at some Anne point. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, they hate each other. Oh, uh, well. Ding, ding. I mean, this surprises me not at all. But 
I will say, oh, I should have known the Jared Leto cult leader piece because that is a thing that is starting to emerge. And the underage girl lover, do you remember when the whole COVID thing started? He was on a retreat. That's right. For like two or three weeks with some young women. And he came back and he was like, wait a minute, everything's shut down. Like he was on this like uh, retreat. Anyway, an anti lawyer at that point was like, yeah, that retreat was because he's in like, he's like the head of some sort of weird cult. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, it Not doesn't surprising. surprise me, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. No, so nothing will surprise. We'll fill in the blank him. before we moved on. Aww. So it used to be that Reese Witherspoon's hatred of Vince Vaughn was the worst of all time, but apparently that is now being challenged by the hatred between Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway. Wow. But that's great because they're kissing on screen, so. Well, you know, sometimes you can channel that in great ways. You know what I mean? Eat a little garlic before. I'm just saying. Sometimes bite his tongue. Like, for example, in Dirty Dancing. Oh, God, here we go. Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze were able to channel that hatred passion into... Into an amazing masterpiece of film history. (laughs) I will say, I think that movie does get a little... Extra. You know what? I I didn't ask. Holly, what do we got? Here's our next blind item. The A-literate talk show host is being strangely quiet about the A-list celebrity you love or hate. The reason is she wants a chance at a big interview healing session if the one name A-plus list host takes a pass. Okay, so we're talking about... So the A-plus list host is Oprah. 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 The A-list celebrity you love or hate is Chrissy Teigen. The A-literate talk show host who's being strangely quiet. Jenny Jones. Uh, Kelly Clarkson. Ding, ding. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, I guess that isn't A-literate. Clarkson starts with a C. Honey. Well, I was just saying it's the same sound. <laughs> How about, um, what's her name? Wendy Williams. That's it. Oh. That's interesting. So, Wendy Williams being strangely quiet about Chrissy Teigen. That is not going to happen. <laughs> the reason is that... I love this one. That Wendy Williams wants a chance at a big interview and healing session if Oprah takes a pass. Okay. Oprah is I, not know, passing fair, on that, if I, given the chance. Well, Bradley, I mean, we'll talk about this a little bit later in the show. But that's the... There's a conversation happening. People are talking. People are talking. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Want one more? Yeah, let's do one more quick. All right, one more quickie. Let's do this one. This A-list rapper might have hit a red carpet with the alleged billionaire reality star, but he was hitting slash smashing slash hooking up with someone else a day prior. Uh, May have hit a red carpet with an alleged billion. Well, that's that would be uh, Kylie. And the rapper is Drake? Uh, No, 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 no. Uh, Is it or is it? Uh, Who was she on the red carpet with the other day? It was her ex. Travis Scott. Yeah, Travis Scott, right? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, so don't think it was a happy family situation. Oh, my gosh. Travis Scott might have walked the red carpet with Kylie Jenner, but he was hooking up with somebody else the day before. Boy, those Kardashians, they sure know how to manipulate us. Uh, Duh. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, 
Bradley, um, do you remember Gorilla Glue Hair Woman? Oh, of course I do. Well, we talked about her, I think. We're going to talk about her again because I've got an update. And uh, this update. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Comes with a little plug for our podcast. We'll tell you about it after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Uh, how's it going? Fabulous. Uh, if I say the name Tessica Brown to you, does that mean anything? No. If I say the words Gorilla Glue Hair Woman. Oh, yeah, of course. So back in February, so her name is Tessica Brown. I take yes, it. her name is Tessica Brown. Tessica Brown went viral because uh, she was looking to uh, to tame her hair, and she used Gorilla Glue, which ended up like causing a ton of damage to the roots of her hair oh, and bet. her scalp. I can't even imagine, etc. Um, well, she has now come out with her very own hair care line. Oh, God, that's that's the world we live in, man. Mm-hmm. Right? Go viral. Mm-hmm. Get your own product line. Uh, so she says, as you already know, about four months ago, I ran out of hairspray. I ended up using Gorilla Glue spray. Bad, bad idea. As a result of that, I ended up losing my hair and having scalp damage. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Like I already said. Anyway, she says she's been working ever since with um, a company to develop what they call for what she's calling forever hair. And it's like super economical, yada, yada, yada. She's like super excited about it and she's launching it. Uh, Yay. Right. Yeah. But what I find interesting is like when this happened, I thought, oh, oh, I know whose idea this was. I mean, it might have partly been hers. Yeah. But let's not forget what happened in February of 2021. Tessica Brown found some representation. Did did we talk about this? That she that she's managed by yeah, Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, I believe. Okay, so that's where I was going because with this. that's what this smells like. That's exactly what this smells like, and you are absolutely correct, Bradley. Now, for those of you who are like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Who cares about the Jane the Virgin actress? Nope, not, not her. her. Not her. Gina Rodriguez is a um, a talent manager yep. who has really found an interesting niche in Hollywood. Well, I'll call it Hollywood, but in entertainment and pop culture. She finds people who have had 15 minutes of fame, and then she expands on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, in like all of the viral names you know and love. Right. So... 
let's kind of run down some of the and it, because these things will be familiar to people, especially as listeners to the Colleen and Bradley show. These are people we talk about all the time. I mean, everybody from Tan Mom to Stormy Daniels to the guy who was on the uh, the skateboard with cranberry yep. juice. Uh huh. Like she literally uh, Anthony Weiner's mistress, Sydney Leathers. Um, and then like a ton of reality stars she's worked with. Everybody from Wow. Uh, from the Jersey Shore, Black to China, Lamar Black China. Odom, yep. Tommy Lee, um, so she, Michael Lohan, Dina, Dina Lohan. She worked for both of them when they were basically at loggerheads. Which begs the question: Were they really at loggerheads? Ex- but that's exactly it. right. Now, what's interesting about this? So I so I saw this announcement yesterday that Tessica Brown, Gorilla Glue Lady, was coming out with her own hair care line, and I immediately thought. That says Gina Rodriguez all day, every day. So I went back and Googled, are, you know, are they connected? And sure as you know what. Oh, yeah. I mean, Gina Rodriguez is hashtag, her manager. It's so obvious. It's this so obvious. Anytime somebody goes viral like this and you think they couldn't possibly, uh, you know, like come up with their own product line or go, you know, into another line of business related to their viral moment. If that's the case, or that you see them in another um, publicity experience, Mm -hmm. you've got to know that at some point they've been contacted by or communicated with a woman by the name of Gina Rodriguez. Do you know what this exact scenario makes me think of? Do you remember after tan mom decided she was off tanning? Yeah. Do you remember this? That she She came out with her own tanning product line. Yeah. Well, She's which actually was a Gina woman, Rodriguez. yeah, which is a woman who you know essentially worked with Tan Mom. Right, it's not like Tan Mom was in there, you know, creating in the her lab, own formulating her own. <laughs> it's not the case, and that's also not the case but, with Tessica Brown. She oh, she did sure. partner with somebody. I'm to, sure, yeah, to which is smart. It's genius, right? Like take your fifteen min- fifteen seconds, really, yeah, and spin it and, out, man, and turn it into a money making opportunity, right? right? Like there's no shame in that game. And Gina Rodriguez does a service for people that didn't get any sort of second look or representation in an industry that's you know all too often predominated by people with a. Uh, a lot of privilege. So insofar as she's kind of like a weird Robin hood character, Mm -hmm. that is Gina Rodriguez um, is it's, you know, somewhat, um, you know, you're, you're kind of rooting for her, but then there's also a part of you, which is like, Oh, does, do do we really need this series about mama June and her, you know, Mm -hmm her dental makeover. Yeah. Like I'm like, again, I just think she's got a business model and she, you have to give her credit because she is like working that business. Oh, model. I so admire her hustle. And she definitely has found to your point, this, uh, she's found this niche where she can grab onto the people who other managers wouldn't even give a second look. Yeah. Or that most or people would just like turn even. down their nose at like, Oh, you're yeah. a hot mess. We're not doing anything with you. Yeah. She really is kind of one of a kind. Well, I told you that, uh, when we talked about, Tessica Brown and the Gorilla Glue Lady and her new product line and Gina Rodriguez, that there would also be within it a little plug for our podcast. Oh, yeah. So uh, maybe we'll just give people a little whiff of what what they can expect with our next season. We're going to go deep in the shallow on Go Deep in the Shallow on Gina Rodriguez and her client list. Yeah, so we're going to start with Gina Rodriguez and then go through her list of you know famous, some less so clientele um it's it's really a fascinating story about gina rodriguez i again i have a a certain amount of respect for what she does because she 
has given people who don't normally get much of a voice when they go viral a chance to profit off that because everybody else is. I mean, right. how many celebrities, how many, you know, sketch comedy series, how many products are going to harken back to these viral celebrity moments and make money for themselves? Here you have a woman who's, you know, she's certainly making money for herself yes. off of the fame of these other people. But in turn, they are achieving a certain amount of, you know, financial remuneration. At least, look, we haven't, we're not, like, I don't know what's in her bank account or what she's really like. It's not like we met with Gina Rodriguez. No. So, you know, and I have heard some things about Gina Rodriguez, which we'll get into in the podcast. But mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, it seems like, you, everybody should have a certain amount of respect for what she's been able to to create oh, out of nothing. Certainly, yeah, she certainly is ambitious yeah. and has vision. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that we do talk about and we'll talk about more in our podcast, uh, Go Deep in the Shallow, uh, second season coming soon, um, is that Gina Rodriguez has kind of a bag of tricks. Like there are oh, certain yeah. things There's you're going to see. There's definitely a formula, and this is part of that formula. Uh, but there will be other things that you'll want to keep your eyes open for with Tessica Brown and you other know, people who are represented by Gina Rodriguez. I don't even think we talked about this in the podcast that she started Dial-A-Star. Oh no! Yeah, that was Gina Rodriguez. Wow, oh, that was me. <laughs> probably that, like Which that was the precursor to Cameo. Cameo for absolutely. Sure. Which she's probably not making money on, but. She should really get a certain amount of credit, yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, speaking of podcasts, Bradley has a couple of current favorites. Holly, I think you probably have a few current favorites, too. Okay. What are other people listening to? What, what podcasts are you listening to? 651-641-1071.